Hello, and welcome to the Fuel Run Recover podcast, helping everyday runners fuel better, run smarter, and recover faster so you can reach your full performance potential. I'm your host, Stephanie Natchek, dietitian, fitness coach, and a fellow runner too. As the owner of Stephanie Natchek Performance Nutrition, I've spent the last 10 years helping runners learn to fuel their bodies, level up their running performance, and establish healthier relationships with food and exercise. If you're ready to reconnect with your love of running, then let's get started on today's episode. All right. So before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to invite you to check out a few great free resources that I created just for runners. To get them, all you have to do is click on the link in the show notes or visit www.stephanienachuk.com. If you visit my website, there's a little pop-up box that comes up and it'll prompt you to enter your email address and these guides will be sent right to your inbox. The first guide is my fueling guide for runners. So in this resource, you'll find my top fueling tips for runners, as well as some specific meal ideas for both your pre and post run fuel. If you've been struggling to understand what to eat when to support your running and just figuring out like what those meal ideas, like what those meals look like, what kind of foods you should be including before versus after you run, what the difference is between pre and post run fueling, then this guide is exactly what you need to get you started on the right path. The other guide that I created is my strength training guide for runners. So this guide includes both a PDF resource, has some tips, guidelines, and links to my YouTube series where I actually walk you through all of the exercises in the program. This is a great beginner strength training guide for runners who want an effective but efficient full body workout that helps support the key muscles and movements you need to run stronger and injury free. So once again, both of these guides are available together. I have them put together as a little bundle for you. You can just click on the link in the show notes or go over to www.stephanienatchek.com, enter your email address just the one time, and both of these free guides will get sent to your inbox right away. I hope you enjoy these resources and find them helpful in supporting you and your running. And now let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, I want to talk about run streaking. We are currently at the start of a new year. We are just getting into 2023. And, you know, a lot of people out there are thinking about or or sort of considering what their goals for this year are going to be. And you'll probably see uh, people that are starting a 2023 run streak. And today I hope to, you know, give you some information, some insight on whether or not run streaking is something that you should or, or maybe want to incorporate into your 2023 running plan. So for anyone who's not familiar with what a run streak is, run streaking is sort of officially defined as running at least one mile or 1.61 kilometers within each calendar day uh, at a minimum. So you have to run at least one mile or at least 1.6 kilometers per calendar day for whatever period of time your run streak might be. These miles can take place either indoors or outdoors. So you can do them outside or you can do them inside on a track or on a treadmill in order for them to officially count. Runners who choose to run streak might do so for a specific period of time. You may run streak for a certain number of weeks, days, months, or you might just sort of start with no real preconceived plan for how long your streak is going to last. You might already have a goal in mind, 
but you're basically just going to run streak for as long as you can. If you do choose to do a run streak this year, um, you might do it kind of unofficially. So you may choose to do it just keeping track on your own training plan, you know, maybe as simple as keeping track in a notebook, how many miles you do each day. Of course, things like Strava, any of the other running apps that you might use are gonna be a really easy way to keep track of your run streak or you have the option of officially registering your run streak with an organization like Streak Runners International. So they are an organization who keeps track of the global leaders in run streaking. I mean, I, I certainly have never, never fathomed that I would see run streaks like what they have on their website. Um, you know, even if you listen to this episode, you decide that you're not going to run, uh, run a streak in 2023, it's still worth a visit to their website to get some really amazing inspiration and motivation. You know, they've got run streaks from people who have been doing this for literally decades, people who, you know, the ages and and you can see the occupations of everyone. And it's so interesting to think about all the individuals out there that have been able to keep up a run streak for so many years, you know, despite, um, you know, despite their age, despite their jobs, everything like that. What I also thought was really cool when I was on their website was to see that the person that's currently in third place on the overall leaderboard happens to be a dietitian. So I thought that that was a really neat little tidbit. So spending some time on the website, sort of looking into the ins and outs of run streaking, what it means, um, you know, sort of some official definitions and parameters was almost enough to make me want to start my own run streak. But today we are here to discuss whether or not run streaking is right for you and some things that you might want to consider. So there are some really important factors to keep in mind, some sort of considerations that I want you to think about when you're deciding if you want to participate in a run streak this year. And of course, the first is, is it something you want to do? Do you love running every day enough that you want to commit to making it a daily habit? Or are you someone who maybe enjoys a wider variety of activities and doesn't necessarily want to have to run every single day, external pressure or that FOMO, right? We don't want to, you know, just be doing things because we're afraid of, of missing out. We want to really make sure that we're going to enjoy it. And you do feel that these types of adherence challenges are really motivating for you. So what are some of the pros of run streaking? What are some of the upsides that we can see with run streaking? The first big one is that it sort of takes the decision making out of the process. So when you wake up in the morning, You don't need to ask, do I need to run today? Should I run today? Do I want to run today? You know, there's no question. There's no debate. If you've ever woken up in the morning and felt unable to sort of decide whether or not you should plan to run, um, you know, whether or not you want to run, if you're run streaking, it doesn't matter that decision is already made. So it definitely takes some of that out of the equation and, you know, definitely can be motivating for some of us. It also can improve our consistency and our adherence with running. If we really want to focus on running more, if we want to focus on that, you know, just simple consistency, we don't need to be doing a lot of running. We don't need to be doing a lot of volume, but at the very least we're getting out there and we're moving our bodies and we're getting in some miles every single day. So there are some upsides, you know, there are some potential benefits to a run streak. Of course, everything has both upsides and downsides. So when it comes to the potential cons or downsides of a run streak, you know, there's some things here that we want to think about and some important considerations. The first, you know, whether or not running every day is going to be healthy for you. We know that daily training, you know, running every single day 
can increase some runners risk of injury. Now there are people out there, there are runners out there who are very injury resistant. They don't get hurt very easily. Um, they can handle a lot of volume, um, a lot of intensity, a lot of back to back to back training days doesn't seem to negatively affect them. They, they do just fine with it, especially if we're talking about maybe only running a mile on some of those shortest days. But for others, we need a little bit more recovery time. We need a little bit more rest in order to really perform our best and also to prevent injuries. If you think about a runner who maybe has been, uh, who ran marathons for many years, spent decades training for and running these really large volumes, who now is run streaking at a much lower total volume than they ever did before. So maybe it's, you know, that level athlete who has been running for a long time, lots of experience, lots of training. Now in this phase of their life, they are just keeping up small volume, but consistently couple miles every day, getting out there. That's probably going to be a lower risk thing to do compared to a fairly new runner who is building up their volume for the first time and incorporating a run streak as a way to build up their volume and build up their fitness level, right? There's a big difference between two, those two different runners. Run streaking also might not be ideal if you are doing a lot of racing because run streaking doesn't fit in that well with a race training cycle. Now that may be a surprise to some of you who are, you know, getting into running sort of the first time you're a newer runner, maybe you're going to be doing your first training plan training program this year, but we do need that downtime. We need that recovery and rest in between those long, hard workouts. And so that downtime, that recovery time is just as important as the miles we put in and the work that we put into our training. So if you're trying to do a run streak, on top of a race training cycle, you actually might be really disappointed with your race day results. By the time race day rolls around, you may not be faster, you may not be stronger, you may be burnt out, and you may, uh, you know, get injured along the way. And that's definitely going to uh, stop you in your tracks. Run streaking might also lead you to ignore small injuries until they become big injuries and force you to take that time off. Because if we're too focused on our run streak, we obviously don't want to break it and we're going to be less inclined to take a rest day and might push through things that we really shouldn't push through injuries that we shouldn't be pushing through injuries that we shouldn't ignore. You know, we try to continue with our run streak. We keep up with that mileage until we, we just can't. And of course, run streaking may really make you dislike running. If you're having to push through your streak when you're injured, you're sick, you're tired, you know, you just are too busy one day and, and you need a day off. You can't take one if you are really committed to this run streak. So I hope that gives you a little bit of, you know, some considerations, some things to think about when it comes to the pros and cons of if a run streak is going to be right for you. Next, I want to talk a little bit about what maybe you can do instead. And the reason that I want to just, you know, throw in some new direction or maybe some insight into what other options are out there is because I do see a lot of similarities between the appeal of something like run streaking and the appeal of starting, say a new diet or a new weight loss program at the beginning of a new year. We're feeling very motivated this time of year. We have a lot of aspirations for what the year is going to bring, how we're going to be different this year. And this is a time when a lot of people start taking on uh, some big goals and, and sort of get started on some big goals. 
Now, it, it won't be the case for everyone. This won't resonate with all of you, but it sort of speaks to the mindset, uh, both with exercise and with nutrition of if I just follow this plan, if I just follow this diet, if I just do this run streak, it will become a habit after, you know, X number of days. And you probably have heard that before where, you know, it takes, um, I think 21 days to make a habit, form a new habit. And if you've ever uh, tried that in real life, you know that it's not true at all. <laughs> it takes much longer. And for some habits that we try to create, it is gonna be work for a really long time, much longer than 21 days. So the idea that if we just can stick out this new thing that we're doing, just stick out this run streak for a certain length of time, all of a sudden it will just get easy and all of a sudden it will just magically become a habit and we won't have to think about it anymore. That just doesn't exist. Unfortunately, that's just not how it works. And so what happens instead, and again, you know, this overlap with both nutrition and also starting kind of a new diet program or starting a new weight loss program in the new year is it creates this sort of on again, off again relationship with running where we try to do too much, right? Try to follow a new diet that's maybe too restrictive, doesn't fit with our lifestyle. We get burnt out or injured. You know, we, we do well for a little while. We, we get started. We're feeling really motivated. We do too much. We get burnt out, we get injured, we're forced to take time off for whatever reason. And then as soon as we are you know, semi-recovered or, or after that period of time off, we try to get right back into doing another big run streak. And we wind up in sort of this endless loop and, and sort of this on again, off again thing where we can't actually find the consistency that we were striving for. We can't actually get the big picture result that we were striving for because we're too caught up in the idea that we need to do this every single day. We need to do this all the time and, and sort of be very all or nothing with our thinking around it. And that is what gets in our way is that all or nothing mindset, that all or nothing approach. So instead, you know, I love the idea of building in accountability for ourselves. I love the idea of having ways to ensure that we're on track with the action steps and the implementation of our goals. But rather than turning that into a run streak or having to do the same one thing every single day, both nutrition or with, with our training of it always being, you know, the same meal plan that we're following, the same amount of calories we're eating, no flexibility, no options, just having to run, having to eat a certain way. Instead, we want to look at how can we build in accountability without restriction and without rigidity. What that looks like for me or, or what I would, you know, really like to see is considering an activity streak versus a run streak. Now this can help you include a wider variety of activities and focus more on just consistency with your movement versus running specifically. So that movement and those activity minutes could be 30 minutes of any type of exercise. Maybe you like to run, but you also like to swim, walk, take a fitness class, strength train, do some yoga, cycle. You know, there's so many different ways that we can move our bodies. It doesn't always have to be just running. Same goes with our nutrition. We don't always wanna to have to have the same, um, you know, meal plan or, or sort of same diet that we're following day in and day out, same foods that we can and can't eat. 
we want to have some general good habits and, and sort of some general guidelines for what a nutritious diet looks like for us without the restriction and without having this set of very rigid rules that we have to follow. So for this year, you know, if, if you've sort of been burned in the past by trying to do too much with your exercise at the start of the new year, um, trying to run streak and then winding up burnt out, injured, not being able to stick with your goal, or if you have a habit of starting a new weight loss program or diet or, or something like that with your nutrition in the new year, then I'd really love, uh, you know, to help you make this year be different and, and help you change how you approach goal setting, change how you approach your relationship with food and exercise this year. And, you know, you can do that with me, with the Fuel Train Recover program. And the Fuel Train Recover program is all about helping you learn the running specific nutrition and training strategies you need to improve not only your running performance, optimize your body composition as a runner, helping you to build and maintain more muscle while optimizing your body fat percentage and, and just figuring out what that comfortable amount looks like for you. And of course, along the way, helping to develop and foster a healthier, more balanced relationship with food and exercise. You know, that's really important is that we build sustainability by, uh, you know, having this be enjoyable and, and having it be fun. And that's what I want for you. So you can learn more about the Fuel Train Recover program uh, by visiting stephanienachuk.com or of course all of this will be there in the show notes. And if you want even more content, um, nutrition, training strategies, and tips for runners, then I would love for you to connect with me over on Instagram. You can find me at Steph the Runner's Dietitian. That is all for today. I hope that this episode gave you some important insights, some things to think about when it comes to your uh, running goals for 2023 and whether or not a run streak is right for you. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. The information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not to be used or relied upon for the diagnosis or treatment of any health condition. This information does not create a client-practitioner relationship and should not be used as a substitute for professional medical advice.